Hello and good morning. I am Courtney King, aka The Heart Mentor, aka The Emancipator, and I'm coming to you live from New York City. You're listening to the Reboot Your Biblical Perspective radio talk show where we identify the misguided modern day perspectives of the Bible, giving context to the spiritual dynamics of who and what you are via the lens of Rabbi Yeshua and his apostles in the name. On this radio show, we identify subjects and themes that have been misunderstood from the Bible in the name verified by pragmatic and experimental research carried out under the Zane Kai Ketura International Institute of Pneumatology. And hello and good morning. This is Tanya Whitkey from Virtual Kisses speaking to you live from Canada. And we would like to give a huge shout out to everyone joining us on Kingdom Purpose Radio, YouTube and Facebook. If you would like to ask us questions, feel free to comment on YouTube at Anointed Life or guys, join our Facebook group anointed life mindset mentors hello and good morning hello and good morning and hello and good morning (laughs) 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 sorry (laughs) a huge shout out from the great king united kingdom of britain no i'm from the caribbean in the caribbean Everybody's going to make up where they are. <laughs> we are all over the world, let us well, tell you. <laughs> <laughs> we are the world, literally. Yeah, yeah <laughs> In the name, we are yeah. the world. Uh-huh. In the name, indeed. So yeah. we are back this week with understanding the seven aspects of the name. Mm-hmm. Yes, raise him and praise him. <laughs> raise him and praise him. <laughs> Give him glory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes, we are diving in. This is our fourth part of the series. Yes. Yeah, this yes, is, indeed. Yes, is. Indeed. So, yes, we are indeed. making our way through. And we're believing for some breakthroughs and some people's perceptions and mindset. So, yes, where are we going with this today, you all? Well, today we are actually supposed to proceed. The last time, the last two, this is part four. So the last three in particular, we covered the name as a label. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We gave context mm-hmm. as to what this was very, very first episode. We gave context as to what God is in comparison to the modern christian paradigm of of what god is what god is what god was to the ancients um and then we took a look at what that means with regards to the label the designation the second mm-hmm. episode i think we took a look at the title as mm-hmm. it relates to the the um, appellations right. and then we also took at last episode we took a look at function as related to mindset and logic Yes, we did. So today we are actually going to be looking at the nature of the name. Woo-hoo. <laughs> the, 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 the name as it defines nature. The, right. the name as it, it defines the nature of your spirit. Mm-hmm. So so having covered what we covered last week, I, I think I actually wanna want um to just make it clear that this is a very the definition that we're going the definitions that we're going through here the components are, are very sequential mm-hmm. um usually somebody would usually start with your species and then speak about your nature and speak about the mindset that your nature may influence and things like that but we are going in the reverse from the from the basic come up to the wholeness or, or the fullness of the entity so we are in the nature and the nature in particular is the nature of your energy, nature of your spirit is what is designed to influence your logic, to influence how you think. And we see that, for example, in, in all of creation. We see that in all of creation where there is um, evidence of, for example, um, animals mm-hmm. like lions. What, whichever animal it is, whether it is a small, a small animal or a large animal, 
those animals in particular actually function from 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 their wisdom right. and, the, and the wisdom in particular is their nature the, that mm -hmm. nature is what guides them that nature is what gives them the impulses mm -hmm. that nature is what gives them their thought patterns the the, the system of logic that they're working with mm -hmm. right and that nature in particular nature is is also what gives everything else in creation its function right 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 it is what drives the creation it, it drives every aspect of creation water has a nature the mountains have a nature the clouds mm -hmm. have a nature the sky the sun has a nature the planets have a nature the animals the trees everything has a nature and that is not that also translates to the name as regards to to men mm. so to go back if you go back we 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 have been using the garden of eden as the reference point as yes. the, as, as the platform to begin to explain these things and just to remind us before we even move on to what nature is and how on how this name defines that we want to be reminded of the fact that when God breathed the breath of life into the dust. God breathed his name into the dust. Right? And he, he, he breathed his name. He breathed his, his presence into the dust. He breathed his person, his, his person into the dust. And man, and, became, and man became Yahweh Elohim Adam. And how, like, I feel like we know that we were created in his likeness and image, but how have we missed that? that all of these things were included in that. Can you help us understand? Well, as I said, I think we, we, we spoke about this in the very first episode mm -hmm. where we identified that there is a intrinsic difference in our um, systems of thought. Of course. Mm -hmm. Right, so that what they understood to be one concept we technically understand as various concepts that are unrelated right 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 in our culture those all of the concepts that we're speaking about here these things are unrelated in the english language and that's not anybody's specifically anybody's fault it's just the nature of your greco-roman way of thinking mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right right but in the ancient culture these things were actually understood as one right right Right, so <clears throat> when all of this, when when man became Yahweh Elohim Adam, we just want to remind you that there was a conversation that took place with, with, with the serpent, and he made the serpent his reference point of, of of thought, and then he took on he was he had a conversation, and his influence or persuaded to use the, the the tree as a source of wisdom mm -hmm. instead of his instead of his own spirit because his, his nature of the spirit is your wisdom. He used a tree and fell outside of the garden. And therefore, he being the first of the species as well as Elohim was actually able to change the nature of his spirit to the dynamic of external reference points. Mm -hmm. And that and that remains so until Yeshua, Yeshua came and exhaled that breath from the body. Mm -hmm. with it. And then three days and three nights later, the breath of life is actually rebreathed into him glory <laughs> amen <laughs> right and, and he is and he came in the capacity of the first among his the first one in the garden amongst the descendants of the one in the garden so whatever impacted him impacted all of humanity and they have the same nature so okay again i'm going to ask questions like i don't know so mm -hmm. adam and jesus had the same nature since we're talking about nature is that what you're saying yes they would have had the same nature while adam was in the garden okay but the nature prior to jesus was the fallen nature yes mom okay okay yes. great that that nature would have been the the nature of man when he fell outside of the garden and and he reproduced after his own kind until that would be the darkened perspective of not right. seeing god yeah. You're, well, you're not really seeing God because your priority is outside of yourself. Right. To, to see God, you have to see your own spirit. 
right, which is the Spirit of God. So, having said that, the next, the next, the, the next step that we want to actually take here is to take a look at Natia. Mm -hmm. right? How does the name defines the Natia? Right. So we, we know that inside of the garden, in particular, the name was Yahweh Elohim. Man fell outside the garden and he became the opposite of Yahweh Elohim, which means he became codependent. He became um, temporal. He became victim-like and he became powerless. Oh, which is exactly and which is which is the opposite of being self-existently eternal and being an authoritative power. Which is what Yahweh Elohim means. Which is what Yahweh Elohim means. So we we saw we saw we saw in the last segment how the name defines how the logic is supposed to work. And that name and that logic is actually is, is actually driven and influenced by the nature of the spirit, the nature of the energy of the spirit that you possess. Mm -hmm. Now, when man made the decision to choose the external reference point, he made the nature of the external reference point his nature, which is why he began to dress himself up like a tree. And then he felt the impulse to, to, to find himself among trees. Mm -hmm. Right, because he actually he actually began to cleave to where he felt more comfortable with his nature that he actually took on. So that's the mm -hmm. part where it says he hid among the trees. He hid among trees. Right, he dressed himself up like a tree, and then he hid he hid among trees. He hid I himself. Have, mm -hmm. I have a one question for that hid among the trees. So if mm -hmm. he did and he fell. How did he hear God at the same time? So the, the narrative goes on that actually there was a, instead of the usual interface from on the inside or from, from his own spirit, the priority of his own spirit, he, there was a wind mm -hmm. that, that actually came into the garden. Mm -hmm. and, and in the middle of that, even though his priority is outside, there is still, from where he was, there is still the, there was still the ability to be able to, to hear, but not, let's say, locked in in the way that he was before. Ah, very. Mm. I see. I, you see, Jesus talk about that in particular with regards to having two masters. Mm. Right, where he is, God is actually speaking to him from his spirit. Yeah, he has one master, one one priority. He's single-eyed, and then he takes on this this um this this this, this reference point from the tree, and now he and now he's double-eyed, so to speak. I see. So there's still there's still there was still the ability for him to to hear something. All right. So anyway, coming back to the nature, the the nature in, in particular, before. Before we dive into that, we need to actually identify what nature is. Mm -hmm. All right. And nature is defined as disposition of your energy or even the temperament of your energy. All right. It's also defined as the inherent character or basic constitution of your spirit. Right, the inherent character or the basic constitution of your spirit. Right, the word essence can also be used here, even though we have that as a separate category. The word essence can be used here within a particular context. Um, nature also is it defines a class or a kind mm. of spirit or energy that is distinguished by fundamental or essential characteristics. Mm, okay. Right? A, a kind or class of spirit, in this case, usually distinguished by fundamental or essential characteristics. That's true. Right? Nature also defines the constitution or the physical constitution 
or the drives of an organism right the drives of, of an organism which is what we would usually call like the impulses that that organism is actually um, experiencing right and of course we have nature with with with, with regards to the nature of the universe right now the reason i'm actually highlighting this one in particular is because as we're speaking about nature that nature is going to take on two two categories that mm -hmm. that that you that 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 actually work as one you have the spirit of elohim in you that actually contains a particular nature which is defined by the name mm -hmm. and then the man in the garden is responsible for the creation of the garden of eden heaven and earth which means the person of the the person of the earth or the person of the universe also has a nature and that nature is actually reflecting you mm -hmm. in christ therefore to understand how your nature works is really not only to understand the nature of the person of heaven and earth but also to, to bring you into synchronicity with the person of, of heaven and it mm -hmm. right so let's take a look at the man first and then we take a look at heaven and earth very quickly so we know that a man in particular had god's name and yes. that meant that his disposition was to be self-existent mm -hmm. his disposition was to be self-existent and to be eternal his disposition was also to be authoritative and powerful now when we say disposition what we actually referring to is his his um his let's say his dominant tendency okay his dominant mood or dominant or prevailing um pre prevailing posture mm -hmm. is to be self-existent and to be self-existent means that he is self-determining now that is that is that is also seen like in animals right animals animals demonstrate a sense of self-existence where for example you see an, a, a lion on the african serengeti on the plains of africa and what you see is that the lion may be where he is and sometimes a lion there's nothing on the on the field unless there is some danger there's nothing on the field that actually um tells a lion what to do he could actually see a, a host of animals run past him and today at this moment he he is not he's not it is not important to him whilst the same the same the same herd of animals could pass him at another time and he may begin to he just decides he wants to actually start chasing them hmm. so right? almost like a king like a, if you know a king who rules whether he well, chooses what he wants to do well in the, in the in the context of the name that kingship is actually translated into what we call authority hmm. An authority is not really an authority unless it is actually autonomous. An autonomous there may basically meaning that it is not stewarded by anything else. It can make its own decisions. Mm. Right? So the, the prevailing disposition of man in the garden was to be self-existent, which means to be self-determining. That is the nature of the man. All right? It means that his temperament was that. His temperament was also to be authoritative to be power to think like that to 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 rest like even in his in his time of resting he is like that right now we don't see that in the earth here today because of history that has actually impacted cultures and even though the spirits of men have been changed the nobody have actually been been taught or been received the right message to let them know that, that their spirit has changed and therefore they need to take on a different disposition mm. right so everybody is still in, in the disposition of being codependent 
using external things as reasons for your, for your behaviors. You're still living on a, from, from a temporal perspective. Everybody is still speaking about dying at 60 years of age or 70. You're still, they're still in the disposition of being victim-like. Like, like what is, what, whatever is happening is happening to them. Oh God, help me. Because it's happening to them and therefore they're functioning from a very powerless disposition. Right. The second, the second, the second in particular, I think that we ought to even dive into is that self-existent, the self-existent, and eternal authoritative power is also the is is also meant to be the inherent character or the basic constitution of the spirit of God in man. Mm. Right, and when I say now, notice I said that this is actually a character. Right, there is a character, self-existent, and eternal character, that is inherent in the spirit of men. There is a there is an authoritative and powerful character, and and you see it, you see it, you see it. On unfortunately, in the world where men where men actually are driven. To power, they always want power. Right. And that's because it is within their nature to be authoritative power. Unfortunately, they do it, they, they do it by means of a codependency. Mm. They're Again, basically wielding the wrong sword. <laughs> they're wielding the wrong sword. Right? They can feel it in them. They always mm -hmm. want power. They always want to be in, in, in the position of authority over others. But they always do it, not knowing that the name, the name Yahweh means that they are supposed to be authorities as self-determining authorities, respecting others as, as authorities. Right. In, instead, they try to actually, oh, because of the lack of understanding and the, and the natural thought patterns to be codependent, they exert, they exert that authority over others. And that's where wars break out and fights. That is what, exactly. So it's essentially like a corruption of nature. I mean, mm -hmm. the nature was corrupted. It was corrected, but the mind was never changed. The mind is not changed. Right. So it's, almost, yeah. it's almost as if nothing ever happened. Well, yeah. it, it, it's not that it's almost as though nothing ever happened. It's just that what is taking place is that Man is feeling the energetic nature of their spirit, but the only way for them to interpret it is through their present, their pre-existing mental construct. Right. So, it, it's for ex for example, you and I could feel anger. Right. For the person who, for the person who is codependent, he will interpret anger to mean that he is angry because somebody is doing him something or somebody is actually aggravating him whilst for you and i who are actually functioning from the perspective from, from the mental construct that we have renewed our our, our our minds to we get angry and we do not see it as anger as a result uh, um, anger due to the fact that somebody is doing us something we see anger because well, we interpret anger from a different lens, from a different standpoint, and that could be we are angry because somebody is being oppressed. <clears throat> uh, very nice. The self-existent self nature of somebody, the self-determination of, of somebody else is being oppressed. So you notice the same emotion, but the mental construct is actually is what is giving it context. So if the mental context, if the, if the mental construct is codependent, you are going to have a codependent interpretation of these emotions, whilst the self-existent perspective is really given self-existent context to your emotions. Right. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. All right. So the, the, the name also defines the basic constitution of your spirit. So it is 
your, your spirit is designed to be self-existent and it is it is in and of itself it has an eternal character so the the internal character is like your nature is going to function as the nature it is regardless of you being codependent or self-existent mm-hmm. it's just what comes from the nature or the fruit of that nature is going to be determined by your logic or your mindset exactly okay. yes so that's Cold. why yeah that's why if you're a pneumatologically spirit and thought are synonyms and so your spirit when you have thought it multiplies into something and so we're always multiplying either the name logic spirit thoughts or we're multiplying codependent humanistic weak logic yes which is multiplying in the earth so the nature is still working whether you're using God is your reference point or something it's, external as your reference point. It it is still working. It's just still that working. it's just that you are actually using your choice is to actually come into the self-existence of your of its of its of its nature, or you use external reference points as catalysts. But the one who's in the, the nature, energy. the one who's in the true nature of God will basically overrule the one who's Doing the other one, overruling what we meaning it, his his thoughts would be a lot more powerful than the one who's not walking in in Elohim. Yeah, well, that that is by default like that. Yes, name above yeah. all names. Even though, yeah, even though the nature is still working, <laughs> whether they real realize it or not, it's you know. Um, no, the, the the thing is particularly is that. Even though it is the nature is present, the nature takes on the image and likeness of whatever the priority is. Right. So whatever you use, whatever you use, codependently, you become the image and likeness of that. That technically means that you are mirroring the resonance of the authority that that particular creation has mm-hmm. yeah which is so, not like the main father it would be something less of power less of um, energy you could say yeah. that's so in the, in, in, in the creation there's a hierarchy as you see in the garden right there's, yeah. there's a hierarchy of, of, of authority which animal is more intelligent than the other and things like that so Therefore, you're technically actually generating energy, which if you use if you function codependently, you are become the image and likeness of that. You have you have you've literally taken the spirit of Elohim and you've become and you've adapted it to that particular creation. And wherever in the hierarchy of authority that creation falls, that is exactly what you're going to be mirroring. Like the tree. Like has a less hierarchy than thunder. I mean, lightning. Sorry. Yes. Or yes, even definitely. the wind exactly. has higher hierarchy. Exactly, because <laughs> all of those things, or the tree, is subject to those um, to those two elements. Mm-hmm. If right. we call them elements, right? So it's not just that you're using external reference point and using the same same energetic potential. By scriptural standard, what you see here is whatever you use as the external reference point, you t- technically dim your spirit to match the authority of that. And you're going to reproduce energy on that level. Mm-hmm. And that level of energy is not the energy that is necessary to power your body, which is why sickness, com- sickness comes along. And of course, wherever in the hierarchy of authority, that, that external priority falls Anything that is greater than that is definitely going to actually invade your body because that is how authority works in the creation. You know what also comes to mind when I think of nature and how we all have the same nature? Because I was always taught that when you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, that instantaneously, oh, somebody has some loud music behind them. Oh, um, um, that instantaneously 
Holy Spirit came to live in you. That's what I was, that's when you received the Holy Spirit. But now I understand that when the breath was breathed back in Jesus, when he was in the tomb, it was also breathed back into all of humanity. And so now everyone has the same nature. And so sometimes we look at people who are not believers and we wonder why they can do things that believers are supposed to be able to do. Right. Like healing or prophecy. They don't call it prophecy, of course, but it's because we all have the same nature. We just have different reference points. Yep. Yep. And the thing, and the thing is about that that whole idea of the 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 um the, the nature. One of the things in particular that that, that I want to hone in on is that many people in particular are told, you know, you, you, the gospel is preached, and and they are told, hey, Christ is in you, and they walk around saying, yes, Christ is in me, but until their mind is renewed to remove its 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 priority from external reference points to the spirit of the spirit of Elohim in them, they can say that a million times, mm-hmm. and they will not manifest the power that that requires. They always they will... manifest the power that they that they're they're focused on already, right? Even though they say it, they, there's still a reference it, point that they're operating it, from. Exactly. So a man thinketh, so is he. And yeah. that and that and that that by the way is one of the things in particular that some of the doctrines in our Westernized Christian culture is destructive. Hmm. See, like there are certain doctrines in particular that does not that does not call the believer to the responsibility of my renewal. Right. All right. They 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 actually treat it as though it is not important. And why is it doing that? People are around them are sick and dying. And that's because you are not taking the responsibility of a priest. You're not mm-hmm. taking up your priestly responsibility. You just say, well, Christ is in me. And, def- and then, so therefore, you can just relax and put off all of your, put off all of your character and your behavior as, well, we under grace. And because you're not taking the responsibility as a priest to bring your mind into to re, to, to reframe the mental constructs so you could function from the outside, from the inside out, and not from the outside in. People remain there and they die. They're sick and they cannot come out of it. Right? Because their priority does not allow them the energetic potential to be able to heal access healing for themselves nor healing nor terminus a healing to others because by nature our spirit is a life generating entity by nature it is so as we make the choice to continually um renounce external reference points i guess yeah and live from our spirit it continues to generate life yes yes, by nature Right. Now, here's another thing in particular that I have not really mentioned publicly. This is the first time I'm going to say this. Ooh, fasten your seatbelts, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> so, in the creation, there is a huge spectrum of animals. And in, in, the, in the creation, this spectrum of animals all have a singular nature. Right? The whole idea of the creation in particular, the creation narrative is it actually identifies Adam as Elohim, Yahweh Elohim Adam. And the identification of Elohim, which is a plural word, Elohim is the plural of the Hebrew word Eloah. And in the Hebrew, in, in, in the ancient Hebrew, where you take a plural word and you attribute it to a singular entity what you have just done is change the context of the plurality from quantitative plurality to qualitative plurality. That means by the nature of the text, because of how it is structured, once you you make this particular entity qualitatively plural, that means by inversion, all of all other creation around this entity is qualitatively singular. Mm -hmm. That means that the animals 
actually have one nature. They have one singular capacity. So a lion can't stop being a lion. You don't see a lion walking around the field smoking a cigarette. So he can't take on the mindset of that. He cannot of, take on the mindset uh, of a monkey. Yes. He cannot take on exactly because he's singular. Now here, this is the part in particular that most pe most most people do not know, and most believers don't know that this is actually how how your scriptures see it. Mankind has the the spirit of had have had the spirit of Elohim, even today, especially to Jesus has through what Jesus has done. Mankind has the spirit of Elohim. That means, whereas the lion and the, and, and the animals and the, and the creation, they function from one singular nature, one singular capacity, with one singular potential, and one singular logic, man has a plural spirit, mm -hmm. a spirit with plural capacity, a spirit of plural potential. Therefore, every reference point that a man takes on technically changes his nature. You ever speak to somebody and it feels like the person, you're speaking to the person and sometimes you feel like, why is this person not understanding what I'm saying? It's as though he's, he's, a different, he's a different entity. And that's because in the context of the scriptures, whatever your reference point is, you take on the image and likeness of that. The mindset. That starts to determine the, the, um, the priority that your mindset has been built from. Therefore, you are using that external reference point to determine, to determine the nature of your thoughts. It has become your father. It has become yes. your father. And you it's... are the seed. I, exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, you see that a lot throughout the earth anyways. From different, you're, you're right, Zane, from different people, different... Um, you see protests here, that, that, everywhere, right? With different logics or mindsets. Yeah. And, yeah. So, so Convincing others to do the same. <laughs> so, so technically, by scriptural standard... And this is important because if you don't understand this, mm -hmm. you will not understand why Paul calls the believers Christ's and the unbelievers Belial in 2 mm -hmm. Corinthians because he gets this from the garden. In that, in that garden dynamic, when whatever reference point somebody takes on as their own, they technically take, take that on as the, as the father or the, or the priority of their mindset, that mindset, that, that, that reference point or that priority they use to build a process of reasoning or a system of logic. And therefore, they have technically changed their nature like the Adam in the garden. And so you might think, well, both of us are actually two human beings because this is what we're taught in our Westernized world. Well, we are two, two, two human beings and we just have difference of opinion. In the scriptural context, do you know that the scripture sees you as two different species? Yeah. Because you have the ability to be the image and likeness of anything that you prioritize. Animals do not have that capacity. And I feel like that makes sense because the father himself is multifaceted. And if we were the only ones, breath was given to humanity and breath was given to the animals. But mm -hmm. we were the only ones who that were Elohim, that are Elohim right. made exactly like him, but just in Adama, which is dust. Exactly. And so because of his multifacetedness, and we have the ability to be the same. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So 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 you have so we have a choice whether we explore the multifacetedness of our spirit mm -hmm. and see how just as God has these various names, see that these are the, the various functions of our spirit yeah. mm -hmm. 
or we use an external reference point, abandon our multifacetedness yes. for for abandon it for a, a, an external reference point which has a singular nature, and therefore, technically, in a human body, you are standing next to a different species. Wow. Because that person is mirroring a different, a different, a different component of creation, a different, uh, a different member of creation. So, in the context of the scriptures, because it, like that, a different species. Paul comes in Second Corinthians six, and he says, "There's to do not be unequally yoked." Mm-hmm. What, 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 um, what fellowship does? light have with darkness you see he's not identifying you as the same species as the next person he's mm. saying that you are the species of light and they're the species of darkness right because darkness one of spirit and one of breath darkness here is not what we think darkness is actually the abandonment of your spirit because your spirit is your light mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you're using an external reference point by according to these ancient hebrews you're using an external reference point you have abandoned your light the light is the spirit of god the breath that is that you are breathing in your body he he also calls the believers christ whilst he calls the unbelievers belial he calls the body of the believers the temple of the holy spirit whilst he calls the body of the unbelievers idols you see Mm -hmm. because in that context Whatever uses the reference point, you have now, you have now taken on that, that external comparison as your nature, and therefore you are no longer functioning as Elohim. You're functioning as an as an entity of darkness. And they are considered um, idols because they have the Holy Spirit. Of course, they don't know it. They, they have the know. Holy Spirit, and they're using these external reference points, so they have abandoned their spirit, the nature yes, of ma'am. their spirit. So yes, that's why ma'am. it's called an idol, not because they've, because um, oftentimes we think that because we're in the covenant that they have to also follow the rules of the covenant, but they never actually agreed to it. So we're and specifically it, yes. talking about the nature of their spirit the nature. is being unrecognized properly. Uh, and all of these things in the Old Testament, in the New, in New Testament, concerning the nature of the flesh and the nature of this, all this is this is exactly what is referring to, you know, mm-hmm. is the fact that. Whatever you use as an external reference point, you're using as your wisdom. Yes. And if, and if the nature of your spirit is de- is designed to be your wisdom, and using something external as your wisdom, then technically using that external thing as your nature. Mm. The nature of your spirit and the nature of your mindset. All right. So the the other component in particular of of nature here is that a nature. The name also defines you. Now that we just understood that component, then you'll understand why the name defines you as a particular class or kind of being. Right. It separates you from everybody else because everybody else is actually mirroring an, another member of creation and therefore their nature is different whilst you are literally a different kind or different class of being. Mm-hmm. You are, you are standing out now as a, as a class that is distinguished by the characteristic of the spirit of Elohim in you. That's why the Bible says you are a peculiar people. Uh, exactly. A chosen race. Mm-hmm. He says that you're a chosen race. So basically the Bible is actually saying that you are determining your race by a reference point. Mm-hmm. All right? Why is everybody's actually looking at skin color for race? The Bible is actually watching your race by the reference point or the priority that you live in by. Mm-hmm. That you See? are living by the nature of your spirit, which is Father's nature. Right. Well, you're supposed to be living there. But what, what mm-hmm. I'm saying is that whatever your reference point is, if you're using more reference point, reference point as, um, as money, then technically you've taken on the race. And everybody else who is actually using one as a reference point feel very close to you and feel like, like you all are one spirit because you all are like one species liming together. Mm. 
They're like the, the birds of the same feather. Mm-hmm. This is how the scripture sees you. The scripture sees you like a species. Which is what Adam did when he went to go that hang out a, with the tree. That is exactly what Adam did. Mm-hmm. He, fi- he found his species. And this is also why um, when the uh, Israelites took on the Torah as their mindset, they were not to mix exactly. with anyone else because not because of their race, but because of their race. <laughs> yes, not, so, not, yes, because, not sure. because of the ethnicity, if you put it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not because but, of their ethnicity, right, but, right, right. But, but their race by the priority that they all live by. Yes, by the frequency of their... Because if their new mindset was based on the Torah, which is the self-existent principles of the Lord, of Yahweh, Elohim, right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, then if they were taking that on, that means that was a new mindset, which means they were functioning from a new frequency exactly. a new logic a new nature a new character. so so it's not a bunch of set of rules that god says don't do this do that it's about seeing walking all uh, the spirit the nature yes yeah. it's really walking all the spirit it's technically you could say that the, the laws of the physics of the spirit was made the torah mm-hmm. the laws Beautiful. of the physics of the spirit was made torah it's almost like a fish and a bird trying to be husband and wife. <laughs> like course, you're just not me, equally. You're not equally yoked. That, <laughs> it, it, that is literally what it is, according to scripture standard. Mm-hmm. Some both two different species, and it's like a fish and a bird trying to actually be married. So hard. <laughs> <laughs> the fish, the fish so need, challenging. The fish need water to 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 to, to get the oxygen. The bird need to. To breathe free air. How does and that the work? bird's like, come get in the nest, honey. <laughs> You're like, I'll die. I will pass away today. Trying to climb up the tree. <laughs> that, uh, that also reminds me of the sons of God. We're not supposed to mix with um, the sons of man. Species. Different yeah. species. Mm, mm, mm. Equally see, yoked. You see, you it see. Means logic. You see, you see, you see. Once you bring that into context, then you'll understand those 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 those, those scriptural excerpts. What why it says that? Yeah. Because we see race as skin color. The Bible actually sees your species by the priority of 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 mindset that you have taken on. So I just want well, to make sure. I've, oh, go ahead, Tanya. I was going to say, Zane, that's so correct because I think. Um, when Abraham married, I think it was a, a black woman. They were trying to get, they were trying to bring race into it. Who's that, Moses? You mean? Oh, Moses. Yeah. Sorry, Moses. it wasn't Abraham. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> Moses. Yes, and um, they were trying to bring race into it, and that's not what God's priority was. Right. Give me the night. So, in the context of scripture. Whatever, this is why believers could come together in New Testament when they mm-hmm. when they come into Christ and they form one community and live in harmony without ethnicity or be, being a problem because the the species is really identified by the priority. And if they made Yeshua the priority, you're showing them the priority, then that is a species of people right there. Amazing. Right? And they function with the function with the same energetic nature. It's a beautiful community. Right there. So, so a like-minded community is really mm-hmm. the community that is the same species. Mm-hmm. Energetically, they're the same species. Right, right, right. So I just want to make sure I understand or, and I even give a possible little recap for people. So far, <clears throat> I know that when we've talked about nature today, we've talked about it being your temperament, it being your mood, it being like your character. And then you also went into how there, the lion has its character, the monkey has its character, which was really interesting. But then you said that in terms of creation, they only can essentially be single natured yes. as a, as creation itself. So even though the lion functions like a lion and a monkey functions like a monkey, that's one level of understanding. But right. then the second level is as creation they can't go function like something else. No, they can't. However, when it comes to our species, or when it comes to us, uh, we 
being created as Elohim, the image and likeness of Yahweh. We have we, plural potential and capabilities. Yes, we have many. And we when we take on, we have the choice to take on any nature that we desire to take on. Yes, ma'am. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. All right. So, still, that, oh, go, sorry. so that separates us as a kind. Mm-hmm. Whatever reference, when we take on that separates us as a kind. Right, right, right. So if you take on the name of, of, of Christ and you actually identify that as definition of your energy, then you have just become a particular kind or class. So where I now, was going... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Please finish. There's just one more thing in particular I want to, to, to add to that. Mm-hmm. That separates you and actually gives your spirit a particular character. Mm-hmm. Get, sorry, it 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 draws all the, the 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 potential of your spirit, the character, which means that you are now set at a at a you are now distinguished mm-hmm. by the fundamental character of that name. And believe it or not, by scriptural standard, when you do that. That means that even the DNA in your body adjusts. That's right. <laughs> so it it it, adjust, it 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 begins to adjust to the point that the body, in particular, is now a reflection of that as your reference point. And if that is your reference point, and that is the authority over all, then your body, the DNA of your body, adjusts to the point where other creation cannot invade it. Which is, which is how believers are not supposed to be sick. Mm-mm. And they can't die. It's not just a mental thing. Even science today shows you that you can adjust your DNA by your mindset. This mm-hmm. has always been in the Bible. All right? This, uh, there's a guy by the name of Bruce Lipton that actually proves that your DNA and your cellular structure is actually changing according to the mindset that you hold. Mm-hmm. Which means, just as the Bible shows that whatever creation you use as your codependent reference point, if you're not using the spirit of Elohim in you, whatever creation you're using as the external reference point, you are now mirroring that creation. That means that your DNA is adjusting to the energetic resonance of that creation. And that means that anything that is more powerful than that creation, stronger, whatever governs that particular creation that you are using as a codependent reference point, is now it now has authority over your your energetic structure, your DNA over your body. So people are getting things like COVID because of their reference points. Reference point. It's what's which being is per, yeah. Which is why it's probably a good idea to stop watching so much news about it. Because it. you're they taking it. it. You're taking it, it on as your logic and yes. accepting it as your reality. Yeah. So whatever's thing, being broadcast, you could think of. Is that what you're saying? Whatever's being broadcast, yeah, you what, think of, and you think continue to think of that. That becomes your residence. It becomes your resonance. I know fear this, sets in. This not. is this is seen in the Bible as so as so present because the sons of God of Genesis six mm-hmm. were priests of Elohim, mm-hmm. according to Genesis four. They were priests of Yahweh, and that chain that actually set them apart, distinguished them as a class or a kind of species that when they had relations with women of Adam who were using external reference points, their energetic energetic structure, their DNA mixed with theirs created something strange. So how do I get Jehovah Rapha DNA? And hold on, then then you have in, in 1 Corinthians 7... Then you have in 1 Corinthians 7, where Paul makes reference to Genesis 6, and he says that now because of Christ changing the spirit of humanity of all, you can now actually have relations with someone who is not in Christ. And because they have, by, 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 um, by nature, is Jesus' spirit that they actually change any resonance of. Because of Jesus' spirit, you can now have relations with somebody who is an unbeliever and your children will be holy and not unclean. Crazy. Yeah. All right? So these things are in the scriptures. 
And the, the last point that I want to make here before I answer Courtney's question is that the nature of the spirit is actually, it is, it is designed, once you come back to the nature of the spirit, is it is designed to change the physical constitution of your, of your body, which is, which is coming back to the DNA, to change the drive of, of, what, of, the, of you as a living Yahweh Elohim Yeshua as a living organism and that is, is that's the first part of 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 nature with with, with regards to yahweh Adam, and that also translates that also translates into creation so you are now elohim now the, and this is actually the dynamic remember we might we identify that man was made elohim which means he is plural in one body multiplicity mm -hmm. in one body and then he creates heaven and earth. And when he creates heaven and earth, the multiplicity, the multiplicity or the plurality of his potential and capacity as one entity is demonstrated in the universe as quantitative plurality. So now you have each inherent quality of the Yahweh Elohim has taken on what has has taken on um has taken on different forms in creation like trees birds animals the, the animals have different nature the water the clouds the skies all of these things reveal a singular component of the multiplicity of the man's character Interesting. so if the man's character if you're operating in in your nature mm -hmm. all of a creation will thrive because you are um, emanating within your nature, giving life to the other natures. Is that what you're saying? Yes, but what I'm actually pointing out really is the fact that when he created heaven and earth, his plurality is now demonstrated in quantitative plurality. Mm. Each quality took on a singularity. Right. And the lion took on its exactly mm -hmm. so basically when you watch the man and the creation in the garden what you see is the man in quantitative plurality in one body and then you see heaven and earth as a person in quantitative plurality they both are the same just in different contexts one is qualitative the next one is quantitative so, so technically, you could say it takes an entire universe to express the nature of one man. You're also saying that I'm a bird. Well, or a bird, bird is me. And the bird is you, yes. <laughs> the so, bird is me. Yeah. Again, yeah. so if you're you're in, operating in your nature, and you're breathing, let's just say, I, this is what I'm picturing, you're breathing in and out, the earth is doing the same thing as you. As one, air, yes, as, as one as one band of music yes so as long as i or we do not come outside of that nature and take of other other things like adam from the tree if we stay in our nature the whole earth um with father um walks in union with you what, and everything to be more specific if you go to revelation 21 what you see is that once you come into the understanding of your name and use the spirit of Elohim in you as your reference point, as your priority, you shine like a sun throughout the entire universe. And therefore, you become a life-giving energy to the universe yes. by, your by your decisions for the universe. And what's really interesting is we're not the only institute who says this. If anyone who is familiar with the HeartMath Institute, they're hmm. actually finding in communities where... Um, people are living from their heart that mm. the earth is literally responding to that community. Because and they've also found that the, the core of the earth, I have to go back and read the article specifically to get the right language, but essentially the core of the earth has a heartbeat and it's in alignment with what we're doing. So if the earth is stressed out and if the people on earth are stressed out and worried, the physical earth responds to us. That's exactly in what distress. Father said. <laughs> in in the garden, it's the same thing. It says, um, "You eat of that fruit, you should, you know, 
you shall surely die. And it's because of you, the earth is, is, is the way it is. Well, I mean, think about it. Imagine that these things have been in the Bible for five, six thousand years in, in written scriptures. Mm -hmm. We have proved it in all we are the Institute. And now you have science that actually shows that this is actually exactly what is taking place. You know, as you were speaking a, a bit ago, something came to mind about, and you and I have talked about this before, but I just want to say it on the radio, mm -hmm. <laughs> about right. looking at the names of God because that's not only his titles, but it is describing his nature, right? right. And then seeing how that applies to us. Like we think about Alpha and Omega. I am also Alpha and Omega. And when you become into Christ, you also take on the history of Christ. And so that makes sense how you were the start of all things mm -hmm. as well. And you are the Omega because you are the end of all things as yeah. well. Yeah interesting and th this is actually mentioned of jesus who is in who jesus in you in hebrews 12 where it calls him the author and the finisher of your feet is mm -hmm. the author and finisher and you jesus has become you and so, just to to say too jesus also said to the pharisees didn't i not say or does it not say that you are god mm -hmm. so just to keep that in mind yeah. So Natia, Natia here in particular, mm -hmm. come into these things, and now when you when you do that, as I mentioned, what you actually what you actually cause is that reflection in in creation. You cause that reflection in creation, like that, that like like Yeshua in Revelation twenty one, who becomes the shining sun and therefore the life giver to the entire universe, which is technically the life the life giving sun to the New Jerusalem. Is the light of the mm -hmm. city. So right. can you just oh did I interrupt a thought? I'm sorry. So so basically what I'm saying is that once you come into that, you now you become the creative and controlling force in the universe. Wow. Which is no, this these are these are these are if you you can just look at nature in the dictionary, and it actually says in the dictionary in Miriam that nature is defined as a creative and controlling force in the universe. Mm -hmm. An inner force, such as an instinct, appetite, desire, or, or the sum of such forces in an individual. And it so happens that if you go to Colossians, it says of Jesus that he is the cohesive and controlling force of the universe. So that name in particular gives you the ability to shine and become the controlling force in the universe because, that, because the universe is a multiplication of the spirit of man in the garden. Once you come into your nature, you come in synchronicity with that nature, and that and that helper is now working hand in hand with you. So all of the universe actually reveals the glory of Christ in you. Glory, glory. The birds, the animals, the trees, the the, 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 the sky. Even in, even in the Psalms, it says that the heavens declare the glory of 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 Yahweh. Mm. And that is actually heavens is declaring the glory of the Spirit of God in you. That spirit that you're breathing right now, that's the glory of it right there. Glory. <laughs> so if someone who's listening to us, they're like, okay, I hear what you're saying. All this sounds great. How do I make, how do I function from my nature? So we're talking about the name. Can you just briefly, before we go, explain how one can live from their self-existent, eternal, authoritative, powerful nature? So mm -hmm. there, there, there are basically three steps to this. Number one, that you actually begin a practice to become aware of the spirit of God in you, right? Not aware of your body, but aware of the spirit of God in you that is energizing the body. Secondly, understand what Yahweh and Elohim means as a definition and take that on as your, as your, as the definitions from which all of your actions should come. Mm -hmm. Those, those definitions should define how you make decisions how you think and how you interface with creation. From the, time you, from the time you begin to do that, you now begin to function from your spirit. And thirdly, understand the promises of God in the Bible. Because Peter says in his letter, 2 Peter chapter 1, he says that the precious and marvelous promises define the divine nature in you. Therefore, for you to understand 
the thoughts that proceed out of your nature is to understand the promises of God, which technically means you need to become familiar with your covenant, the new covenant. Mm -hmm. and, and the new covenant is designed for you to manifest. It is not a law. It is actually a covenant that has been designed according to the physics of your spirit. Amen, amen. Those are the three points I would actually put out there. <laughs> so you all, this again is part four. If you've missed the other parts, I definitely would recommend you going back and listening to the other three parts that we've already done. I also would love for you to go to our YouTube and share this. Our YouTube is Anointed Life. And mm -hmm. you can actually go on there and share this because the more people who know this information, the more that we can make change in the earth and the sun's are groaning for the manifestation or the earth is groaning for the whole manifestation of the sons and daughters Amen. of the, of, of Yahweh. So um, kindly go share this um, if it's been beneficial to you. Um, did anybody want to add anything else before we go? Well, not really just that next week or next, next aspect of the series, because we may have depending on our decisions, we may have a plan for next week, but for, the next the next component of the series we want to dive into how the name defines you as a species we spoke about your kind or a particular class of entity or class of of, of being mm -hmm. we're going to dive into species and see what that looks like ooh, ooh. can't all wait right. can't wait well thank you all for listening to the reboot your biblical perspective radio show with tanya wiki courtney king and saint pierre Learn more about the name by joining our Facebook group, The Anointed Life Mindset Mentors, or visiting our website, internationalinstituteofpneumatology.com. Blessings and much love to you. Boom. Have a good day, people.